It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Central AM High School here in Moequa, Illinois. And tonight, high school boys basketball on in the air. And it's going to be the Altamont Indians scoring off against the Central A&M Raiders. Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here broadcasting all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indians Athletics 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Streaming online at vmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes into this one riding high as they are 13-3 overall on the season. And on the other side, Central A&M, uh, they come in. Uh, the record that we have them down for is 2-8-10 on the season. Last time out for Altamont's back-to-back wins to close out last week. As on Friday, it was a 74-59 victory over Dietrich. And then on Saturday, less than 24 hours later, it was a win against Woodlawn, 65-23 was the final score there. Altamont jumped out to the 20-4 lead there. And then 45-6 at halftime. And they implemented the running clock there in the fourth quarter. And it was all Altamont there except for the first basket. But uh, Altamont got it going after that. And they cruised to the victory there on uh, Saturday to uh, get their win streak up to eight games. And now here on the uh, season, we started that in December against Casey. And we've been riding that win streak all the way through the holiday tournament all the way here until tonight. And uh, last time out for Central A&M. It was on Friday. It was a loss to Macon Meridian, 51-34. as a close game. The game was tied at eight after one quarter. But then Meridian took a stranglehold of the second quarter. 27-15 they led at the half, so 19-7 outscoring. They did out Central A&M on a Friday. And then A&M hung with them in the third, but Meridian put them away in the fourth quarter there to come away with the victory. So Central A&M and Altamont will um, kind of different spots here as we uh, go along here. It looks like we're going to go to the national anthem here. So a little early here on the anthem, but that's all right. And we'll step away for that national anthem. And national anthem brought to you by Team Lee Insurance Agency. And we'll be back in a few moments here on Jack FM.
can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Central A&M High School here in Mawika. Travis Marks, Dominic Taters here to broadcast Altamont versus Central A&M tonight in high school boys basketball. As both these teams met last year in Altamont as it was a 60-38 to win for Altamont, but the score wasn't indicative of how uh, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, as I know it was kind of frustrating there in the early going, but uh, finally Altamont turned it on there in the third quarter and went on to win the game. Uh, the league scorer that night for Citroen M was Brody Barnes, and he's back onto the team uh, this year, and it's nice to see him out there on the floor as he had a uh, involved in a injury where he almost lost his foot, uh, but... He was able to uh, come back from that. He missed the entire football season. He was going to be uh, the starting tailback for the uh, Raiders, but uh, that entry to his foot allowed him to not have a football season. But he is back on the hardwood and uh, doing things for Citroen M uh, this, this season. So a nice to see him back. We also have some other football players that are playing tonight that I recognize from the football season. Drew Damery was the quarterback, and uh, Kobe Morrison filled in on the uh, running back position with uh, Brody being out this season as uh, the A&M made it all the way to the uh, first round of the playoffs as they were bounced by Setzer there in the uh, first round of the uh, playoffs. So we'll see what's in store today. And we kind of broke there. Uh, National Hands kind of caught us off guard. But uh, two teams going in kind of opposite different directions, Dom, as Altamont is training upwards with his eight-game winning streak while Central A&M is having a tough year once again being 2-10 and 10 on the season. Yeah, definitely. Alamont trending in the right direction. You want to trend in eight, eight straight wins. Uh, yeah, Central A&M definitely uh, trending downward after a, uh, 2019. They finished uh, runner-up in the Class 1A in, uh, in state. So definitely uh, definitely have some, uh, some rebuilding rebuilding years for sure. Uh, in the 2-10 and 10 record, 2-10 record this year, definitely not excuse me, where, where you want to be. But uh, – like I said, rebuilding, um, trying try to figure, figure some stuff out, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what they can do here tonight, here at uh, here at home in this uh, non conference game for for each team, and uh, we'll see if Altamont can win, get their ninth win in a row, and maybe maybe Central A&M can uh, maybe pull off a bit of an upset here. So we'll we'll see what happens here in the in the coming the coming minutes. Yeah, two teams definitely trending in the in the different directions. Yeah, maybe it could possibly be a trap game for Altamont as maybe look ahead towards that Friday night matchup against North Clay. We packed the gym last Friday for Dietrich, and it was balling for the cure that night. And hopefully we pack it this Friday, too, because it's an absolute huge matchup in the NTC coming up on Friday. So hopefully Altamont doesn't overlook the Raider team with the record being what they are. So it's one of those, you know, normal trap games. Uh, you would uh, call it uh, here coming up here in a matter of uh, moments. And 
of uh, course, uh, the uh, schedule for the remainder of the week are back on the air for high school girls basketball on a Thursday, as it's going to be a Brownstown St. Elmo coming to Altima to take on the Lady Indians. And then on Friday, that matchup against North Clay for the boys. And then uh, Saturday, the uh, girls will also be uh, back in action uh, there in the NTC CIC uh, shootout in Warrensburg, and uh, they're going to be taking on the host school of Warrensburg. Latham uh, there coming up on uh, Saturday. And uh, so we'll have to see what the rest of the week shakes out. We'll have to see what the rest of uh, tonight uh, shakes out as well. So let's see the uh, start of lineup for the Altima Indians. They're going to go uh, with a little bit of a change in the uh, starting lineup uh, here tonight. Uh, it's going to be number two, uh, Jared Hamer, a 5'11 senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 uh, senior. Number 32, Logan Cornett, 6'2", senior. Number 33, Conan Earhart, 6'4", senior. And Eric Coleman slided back into the uh, starting lineup. Number 50, 6'5", senior there. So you got Hammer, Yarhouse, Cornett, Earhart, and Coleman, the starting five for the Indians. And the uh, starting five for the Central A&M Raiders, coached by Mike Greer in his second year here in Central A&M. Number 20, Drew Damery. He's a junior. Like I said, the starting quarterback on the football team as well. Number 22, Gavin Hutchins. He's a junior. Number 24, Colby Morrison, starting running back this season on the gridiron, and he's a senior. And number 32, Brody Barnes. He's a senior as well. And number 50, Maddox Plain. He's a junior. Again, it's Damery, Morrison, Hutchins, Barnes, and Plain. Starting 504 Central A&M. And so Altima uh, going a little bit of a, a big, heavy lineup here tonight with uh, Mason Robinson uh, fighting up to uh, the bench, of course, you know, trying to experiment with some lineups here and there. And Coleman's been doing a good job of working himself back after being out with the uh, illness uh, there. And uh, so they're going to go with him with the uh, starting five there. So we'll see how uh, this lineup shakes up here uh, tonight. Again, we appreciate that. You join us however you are at doing so, listening live there back in Altamont, or you're listening on the uh, podcast after the fact. We upload these pi- upload these games to uh, the podcast feed on our website, fmradio.com. All right, it's uh, Kenneth Earhart going up against uh, Maddox Plain at center circle. We're about ready to tip this one away, and we're off and running here. As it's going to be uh, Brody Barnes there going to be throwing it off of Hammer, and uh, so a little bit of an odd start there. They're going to say out of bounds. Had a little bit of a discussion there. It's going to say off of Barnes. He might have stepped on the line there out of bounds. So it'll be Altamont to start off with the ball. Awful close there. But, uh, yeah, a little bit of an odd start. We'll see two games start off this way. Altamont, we started. Altamont, we started right to left on your radio dial to begin the uh, contest with the basketball. The house with the ball going to be picked up by... Hutchins there. They try to dump it down low to Coleman, and he almost fell down to the ground, and he can't get the shot to fall. He's too far underneath the basket, and it's rebounded by Barnes for A&M. It's Barnes with the basketball. They'll go to a backdoor cut to Hutchins, and it was picked off by Cornette. First turn over there for A&M. And Hammer looking to run with a dump it down low to Earhart. Earhart trying to get in position, puts up the short little hook. No, Coleman with the board. He goes back up with it up off the glass and in. First two points for Altamont. And it's Eric Coleman, and it's 2 nothing Altamont. Nice job there by Eric Coleman not to not to give up on the play. And just uh, got his own rebound and put it right back up in the end. That's Morrison with the ball. He's over to uh, Plain here on the left wing. It's A&M going left to right on your radio dial. 
Swain tries to spin around in the post, almost lost it. Back out to Morrison. Now a dump it down low there to Damery, and it was off his hand. So another turnover there for A&M. A couple of turnovers here in the early going for the Raiders. Yeah, two, two early turnovers by my Central A&M. Definitely not the way you want to start out the game, but uh, we'll see if they can recover. Just underway here in uh, this game. It's 2 nothing out to mine. Yarhouse dumps it down low to Earhart, and he had it stolen away. Loose ball, and there's going to be a, a jump ball. As both Coleman and Barnes were down there on the floor tying it up, and it's going to be an alternate possession arrow giving it to the Raiders. Altamont turns it over there. And they quickly get it inbounds. That's Hutchins quickly up the floor to a plane. And now he's going to slow things down and wait for his teammates. And now it's going to be out to a Morrison. Morrison back over in the corner to Barnes for a three. No good. And rebounded there by Yarhouse. 6-10 to go. Cornette thought about the three in the corner. And it was tipped out by Morrison. But it stays right here with Altamont. Six oh eight to go here in the opening quarter. Still just a two nothing Indians. Yarhouse has it here on the left side. And Yarhouse picks up his dribble, gives it back over to Hamer up top. Hamer over to uh, Coleman, and now over to Cornette on the right side. They dump it down low to Coleman. Coleman's going to run baseline off the glass and in. So two baskets for Eric Coleman, and it's four nothing. That was a nice, uh, nice layup off the glass. Put it up off the glass there by Coleman. And it's going to be picked off by Hammer the other way. Going coast to coast. Little grab can't finish. And it's rebounded by A&M. That Hutchins gets the board. Damery the other way over to Plain. Is uh, take a wing three way off. And rebounded by Cornette. Yarhouse looking to push it up to Hammer. Hammer is wide open for three. Can't get it to fall. Goes on the top of the backboard. And they're going to say that's out of bounds to A&M. And uh, Coach Greer wants to talk about something for the Raiders, so he'll take a timeout, and we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 as Altamont leads 4 nothing here, 520 to go in the opening quarter. You're listening to Altamont and basketball on Jack FN. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Central A&M High School. It's 4-0 early going. As Coach Greer had to call that a timeout. It's A&M with a basketball. Hutchins gives it back up top to a Damery on the right side. They try to dump it down low to plane, and they find him trying to back, to Cole, back up Coleman, and it's off the glass but in for Maddox Plain his first two points for the Raiders. Nice, uh, nice turnaround layup there for Plain. Robinson also came in on the quarter timeout, and he missed that first layup, and rebounded by Plain. And it looks like he came in for Cornette, and that's Morrison in the corner. Gives it to a Plain. Plain has it here on the wing. It's a screen, and now it's tipped out of bounds by Robinson, and so it stays right here with the Raiders. Dylan Elam will check in for the first time, and Coleman will take a seat. 
four to two here in the early going, four thirty four to go in the opening quarter. And it'll be the Raiders inbounding in front of the Altamont bench. A little bit of a slow start here for both teams. Yeah, both teams can't get it going. And nearly stolen away by Hammer, and it was going to go off of Morrison. So it's out of bounds to Altamont. Uh, four turnovers for Central A&M here in the early going. Yeah, they tried to go cross-court with the inbounds, but couldn't connect. Oh, it could. It's going to be Hammer over to Yarhouse to Earhart. Back up top to Hammer in between the circles. Now over on the right wing to Robinson. Over to Earhart. He's going to drive, kick it back out to Yarhouse. It's open for three. Can't get it to fall back iron. And rebounded by Hutchins. Up to Morrison. Morrison the other way. Puts the moves on and can't get the shot to fall, but he's going to be fouled. So Kobe Morrison will go to the free throw line here to shoot two. See that foul's going to be on. It's going to be on number two, Jared Hamner, his first, team's first. And it's Morrison at the line, first free throw for either squad. And a Morrison free throw, and can't get it to fall, back iron. Tatum Miller and a Logan Cornette. Logan checks back in, and Hammer takes C. Earhart. Will take a C, and Tatum Miller will sub in for him. Coach Sneebery rotating in and out a lot of players in here and early going as well, which is nothing wrong with that. All right, yeah, as Morrison, we have the free throw line for a second one, and he can't be out one to fall either. Same team, guys, as Tatum Miller and Yarhouse were fighting for the rebound. Caden came down with it. So we're still tied, or still 4-2. to two. Four minutes to go here in the opening quarter. As Robinson picked up his dribble over there now to Elam. Elam now to Miller. Kicks it back out the RL for three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Barnes for A&M. Plain pushes it up. Morrison in the corner. Back to a plane. A plane drives. May have got away with a travel. And it's Morrison there on the left wing. Trying to work against Cornette. It's the back off to uh, Barnes. And... Uh, Barnes looks to drive. He picked up his dribble, and they're going to call a violation there. Not sure what that was, but I'm not sure going to give it over to Altamont. It was a legal screen or something away from the ball. Either way, it'll be Altamont with the basketball. Still up here, four to two here. And it's going to be a cross court pass from Cornette to Robinson. Now back to Cornette in the corner. He's open for three. Yes. Three pointer for Logan Cornette. And it's seven to two, Altamont. It was a nice three there for Cornette. Maybe that can get Altamont going. Backdoor cut was almost denied there. It was tipped by Yarhouse, and it's going to go out of bounds. So it stays right here with the Raiders. 256 to go here in the first period. It'll be A&M inbounding there on the baseline. Underneath the basket. They get into a plane. Plane is trapped there, and he gets out to Damery. Damery drives, puts it off off the glass, and it takes a couple bounces off the rim and falls. And it's 7-4. to four. Robinson quick outlet pass to Elam. Elam up and in for Dylan Elam. It's first two, and it's 9-4. to four. And the plane will get it across the timeline. He gets over to Barnes. Up top of the top of the key to Damery. He's looking to drive. Just back off to a Barnes on the right side. Stops and pops from mid-range. Way too long. And rebound to Robinson. He's looking to push it. Up to Cornette. Layup left-handed. Good. Left-handed layup for Cornette. He's got five. And uh, Coach Gear wants another timeout. 
It's 11 to 4. It's a full timeout, but we'll still step away for 30. 12 17 to go in the opening quarter. And we'll be right back in 30. You're listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Maliqua and it's Central A&M High School. And it's the Indians with an 11-4 lead here in the early going as second timeout here by Coach Greer in this quarter. Yes, it is. Coach Greer wants to uh, go over some stuff. His team is down 11-4. 217 left to go. And it's going to be Damery getting it in, and it's going to be picked off, and Miller's going to shoot the three. It's off, no good. Coleman, who just came back into the lineup on the timeout, gets the rebound. Get it back out to Robinson. Now Elam dubs it to Coleman, trying to bounce down Damery. Now back out to Gornet. Now Robinson back up top, near closer to the half-court line. It's over to Cornette. Cross-court pass to Elam. Elam thought about the three, but he gives it and actually just going to drive with it, and he picks it up now over to Robinson. A minute 40 to go in the opening quarter. And Robinson will direct traffic here and get a double screen here from Miller and Coleman. Now it's knocked away, stolen away by Morrison. Morrison looking to go the other way, and he does. Layup is good for Morrison. It's 11-6. to six. I steal by Morrison. Robinson quickly the other way. Your runner in the lane is good for Mason Robinson. His first two points. It's 13 to 6. Quickly, uh, Robinson with the answer. Goes to a Barnes on the baseline. Here comes a double team. He throws it up wildly. No, Miller can't get the rebound. And Barnes tracks down the loose ball. And uh, Damery will have it. They go down low to a Barnes. Barnes puts up the shot. He also hits the deck and he goes off. Off the back of the rim, and he gets stuck on the top of the backboard. We're going to need a broom for that. I mean, that's even worse than if it's stuck on the side of the rim. Right. It's stuck on the top of the backboard. Kind of what you see in rec ball. Right. And it looked like uh, Jared Hammer came in, and look at Cornette's going to take his seat. We might need the cheerleaders to get out. Nope, here comes a broom. I was going to say, the cheerleaders thought about coming out. And there we go. It's down. Now we can play ball again. There we go. We're going to keep that uh, stick right here. For just in case. That's right. So it's going to be uh, Robinson getting it up the floor. 45 seconds left in the opening quarter. And Elam will have it on the right side. And he's free. Gets off to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse over on the right side now. Yarhouse thought about stepping into a, into a three, but he picks up his dribble over to Robinson. Now to Hamer. Hamer to a Coleman. Coleman uh, 
And he's going to be blocked by playing, but they're going to call a foul on the Raiders. Maybe you got too much body on the, they may be saying. Maybe. Foul is going to be on Maddox Plainfield. His first. He's first. And so Eric Coleman will be at the free throw for two free throws. He's already got four early points here. Looking for more. Free throw is good for Eric. And it's 14 to 6. Altamont. 24.9 seconds left. I think it's Earhart who's looking to come in for Coleman if he makes this free throw. Second free throw for Coleman is also good. It's a two for two there, and he's got six early points. It's 15 to 6. And Earhart will officially check in. 24.9 left here in the opening quarter. It's going to be Hutchins looking to get it in. He's having trouble finding someone. It's going to be picked off by Robinson. He had to save it. He goes crashing into the scorer's table as well. And he's all right, but it's going to be out of bounds. Stays right here with A&M, though. Yeah, it was a nice reception by Robinson, but couldn't keep both feet inbound. So, and back so it's, official in the end. So, it's 23.1 left. It's going to be Barnes firing it in to Hutchins. And they get back to a Barnes with 19 seconds left. They get over there to Ashley, who checked in on the last timeout. Picked off by Robinson. They were trying to find a corner shooter, and it's Robinson up to Elam. Elam can't handle it cleanly, and it's out to Yarhouse. Five seconds left. Robinson, three-pointer, yes! Three-pointer there for Mason Robinson, and that'll do it for the first quarter. So it wasn't pretty, but Altamont has the 18-6 lead. Doubled him up there in the opening quarter. And we'll take a break, and we'll be back for the second quarter. In one minute, you're listening now to my NES basketball on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Central A&M High School. Altamont starting off with the basketball here in the opening quarter. They have the 18-6 lead. Jarhouse over to Hammer. Hammer looking to find uh, some space. Gets uh, to Yarhouse. is open for three. Yes! Avery's first three. And it's 21-6. to six. That's the first three points for Yarhouse tonight. And it's over to uh, Barnes. He drove baseline, kicks it back out to Morrison. To, uh, pass it back to uh, Barnes. And it's going to be knocked away by Robinson. They were trying to get it to Hutchins, but it's going to go and stay right here with A&M as it went out. 
Nice job there by Robinson to try to get the intercept the pass. Yeah, he crashed into the scorer's table, almost crashed into the bench that time. Yeah. And Morrison has it up top. He's guarded closely by Cornette. He throws a wild pass to Barnes, and Barnes drives the baseline. Wild shot. No. And rebounded by Arhouse. Arhouse uh, looking to push it. Gets it to Earhart. Earhart spin around in the post, puts it up. They're going to say he traveled with it. So kind of Earhart walked with it, so it'll be a turnover over to A&M. Only out the most third, third turnover so far in the game, and uh, Central A&M has seven. And it's 21 to 6. Your score out the mile with the lead, and it's going to be Hutchins getting across the timeline over to a Morrison. Morrison in between those circles, guarded by a Cornette, and they're going to call a, a foul there. Foul on number 32, Logan Cornette, his first, team second. He's kind of ran into his face, ran to his area there. Yeah. Stuff coming in uh, for AM and Caden and Persale. And Damery also returned as well, I think. And Hutchins had to track it down on the backcourt. Now he brings it back to the front court, And he gets it off of there to Persale. As on the right wing. And he is going to travel with it. Picked up his pivot foot. So it's going to be a turnover. Again, he said that Aiden had trouble with the turnovers in the first quarter. And they start the second quarter with another one. Yes, they do. That's eight. Eight turnovers for Central a It's never good when you have more turnovers and points. Uh, looks like Robinson took a seat and Elam came back in. Hammer brings it up with 6.20 to go in the second. Fires a pass, but it was right in the hands of Damery. And so another turnover there by Altma. And uh, Damery looking to get it off. He is off to a Barnes in between the circles. And now here's the screen from Plane. And... Going to be a two-purse sale. He's going to drive, and I think he traveled again. Uh, nope, they're going to call an offensive foul. Whoa. Ooh. I think they would have rather had the travel. I think so. Uh, Crowd's going to be on number 44, Caden Purcell, his first, team second. And also it was. They don't have a 45 on the A&M roster on the JV or a varsity roster, so I'll have to try to figure that one out. Over to Yarhouse. Now to Elam. Elam with a couple of fakes back out to Yarhouse on the right wing. Now over to Earhart. Earhart mid-range jumper from the baseline. No good. Airballed it. And rebounded there by Persale. To a plane, a plane drives to the hole, no good, and rebounded by Hammer. Hammer pushes it up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse going to take it himself, lay it up, is good. Went right around Hutchins as he was going to try it for the tra- charge there, but Avery got his second bucket, it's 23-6. First sale with the basketball on the right side, trying for that backdoor cut to Morrison, and it was tipped off by Cornette, and he's going to stay off of Logan, so it's going to stay right here with the Raiders. Now the team seems to be all over the court tonight, trying to trying to get uh, you know get, get some more turnovers, making things happen. Subbing out Will as well, Coleman, uh, Kaden Miller, and Aiden McManaway comes in for the first time on that last uh, sub out. As it's Hutchins drive baseline, kicks off to a plane. Plane thought about the pass, but he spins around, drives baseline, and get not off of Elam right in the hands of Coleman. So a steal there, and Elam 
Oil have it. Over to McManaway. McManaway over to Hammer. There to Coleman. Coleman now to Hammer. Over to McManaway in between the circles. Over to Miller. Now Elam here on the left wing. 4.30 to go in the first half. 23-6, South Mile with the lead. McManaway over to Elam. Elam shot for a three from the left side is good for Dylan Elam. It's fifth point. It's 20-point lead, 26-6. Four different players for Altamont so far. have a three-pointer tonight. And it's a plane. Abby here up top, and it's going to be thrown away. Miscommunication there by Hutchins. Thought he was going to zig when he zagged. And it's going to be out of bounds. Right, yeah, yeah. Thought he was going to go a little bit further than what he did, so, or what he didn't do. So. It's going to be a plane to take his seat in uh, Hunter White comes in uh, for A&M. And it's going to be McManaway again across half court. And McManaway picked up his dribble. He had almost poked away. Cross court pass, and it was picked off. Dangerous pass there. And it was picked off by Hutchins. That was the second cross court pass he picked off. And there's been a, quite a few of them tonight yeah. as well. That one included as Hutchins is going to take a wide open three. In and out. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Outspot looking to push. Elam fires it over to McManaway. Dumps it down low to Coleman, but it was knocked out by White. And it was going to be out of bounds. Is another near turnover there for Altamont, but luckily they keep possession. McManaway will take it out. They get it in to Robinson. Over to Elam with a little fake. And now he's double-teamed here on the right side. He needs some help. And uh, they get over to Robinson. 3.20 to go in the first half. McManaway on the right side. And Robinson fires it down low to Coleman. Coleman off the glass and in for Coleman. It's eighth point already. It's 28-6. to six. Raiders will bring it up. The mystery man. As he's going to have it knocked away, and he's going to get the ball back. And almost uh, stolen away, but it's in the hands of White. Right there in the corner, pass off to Morrison. Morrison's going to dribble around Coleman, and now back out. They'll swing it to Hudson. Shot for three. It's good for A&M. And it's Hutchins with the basket, three-pointer. 28-9. Those are his first three points of the night. McManaway gets the ball back from Elam. And McManaway dribbles here on the perimeter. He hands off to Robinson. About 220 to go in the first half. Over to Elam on the left side. Now Robinson. Oh, get over to Kata Miller. Now McManaway pass to Elam. Mid-range jumper way off. But Coleman's right there. Call the assist. And Coleman stuck it up and in. And he's got 10. 30-9. He's leading scorer so far in the game. Under two minutes to go. Almost knocked away. And the corner to Hutchins again for three. It was open and rebounded by Robinson. And as there's two McManaway, touch pass to Coleman. Maybe too much of an extra pass, but Altamont regains possession of it. Dangerous pass once again over to Robinson, but it's complete. Now to McManaway, wide open for three in the corner. No good. Robinson with the follow put back up. No. Fight for the rebound. It's Coleman up. He can't get out on the ball either. Robinson finally touches it in. Fourth or fifth time. And Robinson finally got it to go. And it's 32-9. to nine And finally tipped it in. 
Minute 15 to go here in the first half. And the Raiders are going to drive the call a, a blocking foul. And uh, so it'll be uh, just an inbounds play here for the Raiders. Foul's going to be on number 50, Eric Coleman, his first team third. And so also uh, changes once again uh, for Altamont. Eli Miller comes in, and uh, Earhart and Cornette also come in as well. Also changes for uh, the Raiders as well. Plane comes back in. Uh, Damery returned. And uh, there's another one that snuck in as well. Three-pointer is a good again by Hutchins. And that's his second three of the quarter. It's 32-12. to 12. Almost the same exact score at halftime of the JV game right now. Low pass for Earhart. And it's going to be picked off. Bodies on the floor. And it's A&M going to come away with it. And Hutchins with 45 seconds left. And he's going to shuffle his feet. Nope, they're going to call a foul. And uh, so there's going to be a common foul on Altamont, it looks like. Yeah, foul's going to be on Eli Miller, his first team sport. Barnes one down underneath a basket. It's into a Damery with 44 seconds left. 20-point lead for Altamont, though. Hutchins. He's going to drive, throws it up. No good. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Up to Hammer with 30 seconds left. Yarhouse, wing three, in and out. No good. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Blaine. 24 seconds left. Morrison there on the left side in the left corner. Trying to cross over Hammer, but staying right with him. Now he picks it up over to Plain. Plain drives baseline. Tries for the reverse layup. No good. Rebounded by Earhart. 10 seconds left. We got numbers. Cornette goes right around the defender. No, but Yarhouse is there for the follow up and in. And it's 36 to 12, and uh, no good. Might actually just be 34. And uh, it's 34 to 12 here at the half. Well, I'll have to tip in and buy a Yarhouse. So it couldn't quite hold on to that same lead uh, as the JV had at halftime. But it is Altamont still with the lead, uh, 34 to a 12 here after one half of play. We'll tabulate the uh, first half stats as well as try to track down a score or two uh, from around the area as well. It might be a, a little bit early for some uh, halftime scores, but uh, we'll uh, check them out and we'll report them if we got them. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes after uh, these messages at halftime, 34-12, Altamont in the lead. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. 
It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Central A&M High School here at the half. It is Altamont 34 at Central A&M 12. Is that kind of the story there of that first half leading the way in the scores department as in Eric Coleman as he split into the starting five tonight. And it's kind of been the, the focal point of this Indians offense so far. It's kind of work it to him. And then in that second quarter there, uh, Dom, a lot of uh, cross-court passes and a lot of dangerous passes are being picked off right now for Altamont, and that's what has increased their turnovers uh, a little bit, even though it hasn't really hurt them too much on the scoreboard. Uh, but they've been uh, turning it over uh, quite a lot there in the second quarter. Yeah, it did. I think they only had uh, one or two in the first quarter, but they, they have a total of six now. So, yeah, those dangerous cross, cross-court passes, I'm not uh, – not sure why, why they're making my guess, but uh, yeah, you're right. They haven't really hurt them as far as the score goes. Uh, Central A&M has ten turnovers. I've lost six turnovers. As we look at some stats here at the half, uh, as Altamont leads 34-12. First for Central A&M, Drew Damery. He's one for one from the field and zero for one from three-point range. Gavin Houchins. He's zero for one from the field and two for four from three-point range. Colby Morrison's one for two uh, from the field, and he's 0 for two from the free throw line. Brady Barnes, 0 for three from the field, and 0 for one from point range. 
Caden Purcell played, but uh, he has not has not scored. And Max Plain, Max Plain is uh, one for three from the field with uh, two points for their total of twelve. As uh, Gavin Hutchins is leading the way with six for Central A&M is Ralph Mont. Jared Hammers over one from the field and over one from three point range. <coughs> Eli Miller played back to score. Dylan Elam one for two from the field. One for one from three-point range with five points. AVR out two for two from the field and one for four from three-point range with seven points. Mason Robinson two for three from the field, one for one. <coughs> Excuse me, from three-point range with seven points. Ed McManaway is played, not scored. He's over one from three-point range. Logan Cornett one for two from the field and one for one from three-point range for five points. Ryan Earhart is over two from field. Eric Coleman, Coleman, like Travis said, leading the way. He's four for six from the field and two for two from the free throw line. He also has four rebounds. So, yeah, like you said, Travis is kind of working working their game in to, to Coleman, and uh, he leads, leads them in scoring right now. And, you know, it's pretty, pretty evenly, you know, uh, I, I just said that coach, you know, you know, rotated players in and out in the first half uh, quite a bit more than he done so far this season I've seen, but there's nothing wrong with that. Is uh, <coughs> all those players contributing in different ways? Only five five players on the scoreboard, but uh, everyone helping out in their own way and uh, things like that. So uh, Alvin's comfortable lead here at halftime, 34 to 12, and you know he keeps keep, keep uh, doing the same thing they they did in the first half. I believe you know they'll, they'll be be just fine here and uh, come with the win for. Central A&M, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they, I'm not sure they see they need to do maybe mix it up a little bit and uh, try to get some things things going their way. Ball definitely not uh, definitely not falling, and uh, I don't know, maybe work it inside a little bit more more than they have been. Uh, you know, see if see if maybe that works for them. I know there's Coleman down there that they're facing, uh, but uh, you know, got got to. Try try some different things, I guess. See if you can get yourself maybe back in this ball game. So, right, uh, and uh, her outline just clean up some of these uh, second quarter passes as you know maybe it won't come back to haunt you tonight, but can make some of these passes on uh, Friday night against no, uh, North Clay as they'll be coming to town there uh, on a Friday night. So make sure you pack the gym there on a Friday as it's a humongous game and they're in the regular season with the NCC North Clay 3-0 they already have picked up a win against the St. Anthony already this season and you know they want to knock off Altamont as well uh, with uh, Fleener and, and company and Coach Zink as well and uh, they're in action uh, tonight against a tough opponent Lawrenceville in uh, Louisville I believe tonight so I'll uh, be looking up for uh, that score also Another one that I'm looking at is Windsor Two Straws against the South Central. South Central, they're on a winning streak like the Indians are. As a little bit of a longer one, 10 games for South Central. And uh, so I'll be looking out for that score. But only score I have here at the half, other one that I have, is Tuscola leading at the half by four over Colonial Unity. And I finally see they finally did the buzzer here. And A&M hasn't even made out of the locker room yet. But here they finally come. Uh, but... Uh, Tuscola has the four-point lead over Kelowna Unity. It's also significant because it was uh, came out today that uh, 
the uh, NTC CIC shootout there in Altamont about a month from now, February 11th. Uh, it'll be Altamont and Tuscola squaring off in the main event on the boys' side there at uh, 7 o'clock. We got the NTC CIC shootout coming up in Warrensburg on a Saturday where the uh, girls will be participating in Warrensburg Latham. And uh, you can hear that right here on uh, Jack FM. And uh, so we're looking forward to see about that matchup later on in the season to Tuscola. Obviously, we got to get through the rest of this weekend in the conference tournament before we get to uh, that marquee matchup uh, there. Here at halftime, it's a 34-12. Also, another thing that we'll be looking out for is over on our sister station, 98-9, the game. It is uh, Illinois fighting Illini basketball against Nebraska this evening as well. So we're underway here in the second half as the Raiders will be going right to left on your radio dial start off this third quarter. And it's all five starters out there on the floor. It's going to be a Almost picked off there by Cornette, but into the hands of Hutchins. He's going to fire another three. It's off the front of the rim. Bounced out. No good. Rebounded by Coleman. Erickson's going to actually bring up the floor, and he's going to call for the travel. As he picked the ball up there at half court and traveled with it. Probably not the guy that you want for Altamont to be bringing up the floor as your center. No, probably not. Probably not. Uh... But up 34-12, I think Coach Every, you might be somewhat okay with it. And a Damery gets over to Barnes. Barnes, no good. And a no foul called either. And there's a hard collision there, and it's rebounded by Earhart. Earhart over to a Yarhouse in the corner. as out to on left to right on your radio dial. As the Yarhouse, you can dump it to uh, Coleman. Coleman, back out to Yarhouse for three. Yes! Every second three of the night, and he's in the double figures. 37-12. And Coleman both with 10 points each. And Hutchins will bring it up. And they're going to call a, a foul there. And it's going to go on Altamont, I think, trying to run through that screen. It will go on Altamont. It will go on Logan Cornette, his second, team's first. And Morrison gets it into a plane. Plane now over to Damery on the right wing. Damery over to Morrison. Morrison just throws it wildly out. And it must have been up to a three-point shooter, but no one was there. And so a turnover there by A&M gives the ball back to Altamont. First turnover of the half for A&M. Yeah, he was looking for somebody there to be there at the three-point line. And obviously a miscommunication. Nobody was there. So it's going to be a hammer with the basketball. And he's going to throw it down low to Yarhouse. Somehow finds him. And Yarhouse laid it up and in on the reverse. 39-12. Nice reverse lay in there by Avery Yarhouse. It's going to be up top to Damery at the top of the key. It gets a screen there by Plain. They can't give it to him on the give and go. And now to Morrison. And he shuffled his feet. And so it's going to be a turnover back to the Indians. Another turnover for AM. The second of the half, 12th of the game. Third upon a six minutes to go here in the third. Altamont with a 39-12 lead. Off to a 5-0 run here to begin the quarter. Dangerous pass. They are back out the yard for three. Another one for Avery. And it's 42-12, and Coach Greer wants a timeout. And it's a full timeout, but we'll step away for 30 seconds as the lead is 42-12. In this one, a four-out, my 30-point lead 
And we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to My Indians Basketball on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, A&M High School. Uh, Coach Gear called a, another T.O. as now all of a sudden Altamont has a uh, go on a run here to uh, start this uh, third quarter to open up this lead to 30 now. Eight zero run to start. A couple of threes by Yarhouse, and I guess all eight points have come from Yarhouse as well. Yes, they have. And so over to uh, Barnes on the right side. He's off to Hutchins. Hutchins now picked it up. Cross court pass over to uh, find Damery. Damery in between the circles. He's off to Morrison. Morrison and now a fadeaway shot and no good. Tuck every bounce off the rim, but he didn't fall. And rebound of there by Earhart. Hammer gets it across the timeline. Yarhouse gives it back to Hammer. And uh, Hammer dribbles it here on the perimeter. Now at the volleyball line. And Hammer trying to do something with it. Finds Earhart in the middle of the defense. Now back out to Yarhouse for another three. Yeah. Avery's feeling it down. Fourth three of the night. That's 45-12. Excuse me, you got 18 points from Yarhouse. Third one of the quarter for Avery. And it's Morrison. Gets back up top to Plane. He'll fire a three of his own. Can't get it to fall in and out. But it's rebounded there by Barnes. Spin around Earhart. Puts it up and no good. Can go up and under. But Brody is going to go to the free throw line here for two shots. Like foul is going to be on uh, number 33, Connor Nairhardt, his first team second. Free throw by Brody Barnes is up and in. First points of the night makes it 45 to 13. First points of the half by A&M. Robinson and Kaden Miller check in, and Cornette and uh, Coleman will take a seat. And Barnes will be at the free throw line for a second one, and it's also good. Two for two there for Brody Barnes, and it's 45-14. to 14. Quickly up to Hammer, back to Yaros for another one, and he can't get that one to fall. He checked three, but Hammer gets it back, and Yaros finds Ahart, and he's going to shuffle with it, and he calls for a travel. Oh, it's going to be a turnover back to the Raiders. Now the one second turnover of the half. Ninth of the game. 4.20 to go here in the third quarter, and Hutchins hands off to Morrison. Morrison now drives, throws off in the corner to Plain. A little head fake, he drives baseline, layup off the glass, can't finish, and it's going to be out, and they're going to stay off of Altamont, so it stays right here with the Raiders. Altamont couldn't handle the rebound. So uh, Barnes is going to get it on the baseline there, just to the left of his basket. And Barnes gets in to Plain. 
lane and now drives baseline, and he's going to be tripped up there by Kaden Miller. His plane is running out a little bit of space there on the baseline, but there you get out the with a foul. Yeah, foul is number 52, Caden Miller, his first, team third. It's going to be a Barnes in, bounding there on the baseline, and it's going to be tipped by Robinson, and he's trying to track it down in the backcourt. He can't handle it, but it's still ain't in basketball, but we're half an inbound to go the full length of the court. Nice job there by Robinson trying to make intercept that pass and make something happen for Alphamont. Morrison will get across the timeline, under four to go in the third. 44-14. And they'll go with Damery there on the right wing. And he dribbles inside, trying to back down. Avery It's going to be blocked by Yarhouse. And Earhart trying to dribble it up the court. And it's going to be a loose ball taken away by Earhart. And Yarhouse the other way. Layup, no. Miller fighting for the rebound. And there's going to be a foul on the floor on the Raiders. Who's this going to go on? Well, it's going to be all number 32, Brady Barnes for Central A&M. His first, T's first. And Hammer will get it in. Alley-oop is no good by Robinson. And it's going to be rebounded there by Plain. Plain going to dribble across toward, across crosses over Miller, and they're going to call another foul on Altamont. Another one on Caden, I think. I believe you're right. And yeah. this time it's going to be a shooting foul, so Maddox Plain will go to shoot free throws now. Foul's on Caden Miller, number 52, his second team fourth. And uh, so a plane will be free throw. Can't get it to fall. Back iron. Logan Ashley comes in uh, for the uh, Raiders as Brody Barnes will take a seat. Dylan Elam, Eric Coleman will uh, come in as Earhart and uh, Caden Miller will get a break. And the planes is taking free throw. Also no good. Uh, left it short off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Elam. Elam will bring it up. Over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to a Elam. Elam now finds Hammer. Cross-court pass to a Yarhouse. They close out nicely, though. And over to Elam. Coming up about three minutes to go in the third. And Elam trying to do something with it. Gets off. Now Hammer has it on the right wing. Dumps it to Coleman. Extra pass to uh, Robinson, but it was blocked there by Plain. A nice recovery there by Maddox Plain with a block. And Hutchins with the ball gives it back to uh, Plain. Now he'll dribble and try to back down Robinson. Can't hold the pass. Nice find to Damery cutting the rim off the glass and in. Pretty fine there. And Damery finishes the layup at 45-16. That was a nice find there by Plain to Damery. No look behind the shoulder even. They'll go over to Hamer. Now to Elam. Now back to Hamer. Hamer will drive baseline. He'll pick it up now. Try to get a, dump it back to Coleman, but a little miscommunication there. And Elam can't save it, so it's going to be a turnover to A&M. Alamont's fourth turnover of the half. Our house will take a seat, and Logan Cornett will come back in. 45-16. Altamont with the lead. Coming up on two minutes to go here in the third. As uh, it's Morrison has it on the right wing, trying to back down. Now it's going to be another miscommunication there. As thought they were going to hit plane in the corner, but it's another turnover there for Central A&M. 
yeah, I thought Plain was going to stay there, but Plain uh, yeah, played it the other way. Right. So to be Altamont with the ball, 45-16 lead, and Elam will give it back to Hammer and gives it back to Elam. He's open for three. In and out, no good. Robinson with a follow is there, though. And Robinson's got another basket. And it's 47-16. Minute 35 to go. And Hutchins will drive and now to a plane. A plane spinning around, and he's going to meet right there in his face with Cornette. They're going to get Logan on the foul there. Yeah, foul's number 32, Logan Cornette. That's his third. He's fifth. Cornette really is. Cornette has three, and Coleman, oh, no, excuse me, Kate Miller has two. Rousemont. Free throw's good by Maddox Plain. And uh, leads back to 30 for Altamont, 47-17. And McManaway came back in and came in for Hamer. Plain's free throw is no good, so he goes one for two. And it was rebounded by Robinson, so it's still 47-17. As Elon will go to Robinson now, finds Cornette. Cornette to a Robinson. Robinson gets free, and he gets it. Jump shot's good for Robinson. He's got 11 and 49-17. Nice little turnaround jump shot out there by Robinson. Hey, he said no one's going to get a hand in my face, so I'll just shoot it. Right. Under a minute to go, and it's a backdoor cut. I can't finish by a plane, and A&M's going to compound it with uh, Morrison there reaching in. And I also got a, a technical foul as well. Technical foul on that last miss, I believe, there by... Uh, playing when he missed the basket. Official yep. called the tech there, a little technical there, so Robinson will shoot the technical free throws. Now Smile will have the ball. Robinson made the free throw. He'll get another one. That's Maddox playing second foul. Team second. And Robinson's second free throw is also good. So two for two there for Mason. He's got 13. And uh, kind of Earhart uh, comes back in. Eric Coleman will sit down. So it's 51-17 on those two free throws by uh, Mason Robinson. 57.3 left in the third. Excuse me. As McManaway has on the left side, he picked up his dribble over to Elam. Elam now to Robinson. Robinson splitting the defense, putting up the short little shot in the paint. It's good for Mason again. And it's 53-17. Mason Robinson just doing it all tonight here for Alphamont. Yeah, the tag team of Robinson and Yarhouse are the uh, men of the hours here in this quarter. And it's Damery in the corner since Robinson flying. And Damery left the layup short, got his rebound back. Morrison in the corner for three. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Looking to push. Robinson, uh, he's on three on one. And layup no. Earhart with the follow. It's up and in for Kynan. His first two points of the night. It's 55-17. Seven seconds left. Gets over there to Ashley. Ashley's looking to drive. A layup. No. Follow is also no good. There by White. And that'll do it for the third quarter. After three quarters, it's Altamont of 55. Central A&M of 17. And we'll be back in one minute for the final quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. 
Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5-1055 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the start of the fourth quarter here in Mawikoa at Central AM High School. It's Altamont with a lead of 55 of 17 as I see Altamont unloaded the bench there in the quarter break. Eli Miller in there, Alec Yarhouse, Aiden McManaway, Nate Simke, and Caden Davis. And Caden Davis has the basketball over to McManaway, trying to get back to Caden. Caden, spinner on three, no good. And it's going to be rebounded there by White. And uh, they'll get shot for three by Ashley, no good, and rebounded by Alec Yarhouse. Alec gets it off to McManaway, up to uh, Davis in that corner again. Uh, try to get it back to uh, Nate, but it's going to be tipped out there by A&M. And it's going to go uh, to... Uh, or stay right here with Altamont. Subs coming in uh, for the Raiders as well. As Gaden Purcell comes in, and Dakota Nelson comes in, and uh, 44 of the mystery man that we still haven't figured out yet. No, we haven't. Alec Yarhouse to McManaway, and it takes up every bounce in the book, but it can't fall. And uh, so it'll be a, a jump ball on the fight for the rebound with Eli Miller and... Uh, White there, alternate possession arrow, keeps it here, or actually gives it to uh, the Raiders. 6.35 to go here in the uh, final quarter, of course, with the score being uh, plus 30. That's our running clock for the remainder of this fourth quarter. And the layup is good uh, there by Persale, and it's 55-19. to and it's going to be stolen away by A&M. It's going to be Raiders with the basketball, 55-19, and it's going to be a, a travel there by the Raiders. Ball back to Alpama. And it's McManaway. Getting across half court. Picked up his dribble now, finds Alligar House. Alec finds Simke, backdoor cut to Eli Miller, and they're going to call it kick ball. So stay right here with Altima on the violation. Yeah, personally, I'll stick his foot out there on that one, and uh, we'll have the kick ball out my inbound uh, man away. Eli Miller with a little pump fake, mid-range jumper for Eli, no good. And rebounded uh, there by Purcell. And Purcell will bring it across the timeline. There on the right side, guarded by Alagiar House, now up top. That's Nelson. Nelson, and they go up back door for White. No good, but he gets his own miss back, and it's up and in. 
for Hunter White. It's 55-21. McManaway has it over to Alec Yarhouse. Alec gives it back to McManaway. Now over to Davis. Now Eli Miller is going to be double-teamed here in the post. And he's going to go out to McManaway. Shot for a three. No good. Back iron. And rebounded there by Persdale. On a 4.40 to go. Now it'll be uh, Ashley driving to the hole. Layup with the runner is good for Ashley. And it's 55-23. McManaway will get it across half court over to Davis. Now we'll find Eli Miller back up top to McManaway. He's open for three. No good. Hesitated just slightly there. And it's going to be rebounded there by White. First sale with the basketball on the right side coming up on four minutes to go. Ashley's going to fire a three-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Alec Yarhouse. Alec will bring it across the timeline. And he's off to McManaway. McManaway on the left side. He gives it to Stimke. Stimke on the baseline. Had a saver from going out. And it's touched over to Alec Yarhouse. Caden Davis for three. Yes! Three-pointer there for Caden Davis. And it's 58-23. His first three points of the night. And so the Raiders will get it across half court. That's first sale with 30. 30. 3.30 to go. There, I'll get it right over to... Uh, Ashley, backdoor cut to Persdale, lays it up, off the glass, and in for Caden Persdale. And he'll go to the line for the end one. Looks like the foul's on number 14, Eli Miller, his second, team six. And Ada McManaway will take a seat, and Ben Rado will come in for the Indians. But it'll be an and one free throw opportunity. Here for a first sale, no good, and Ben's fighting for the rebound, but it's taken away there by White. And it's going to be a backdoor cut, finds Nelson there, and up and in, and 58-27. And Eli Miller is over to Yarhouse. That's Alec Yarhouse. Eli Miller to a Davis. Davis, cross-court pass was picked off. And uh, Persdale, Finch is telling him for a dunk, but the Indians closed out there, and he lost control of the basketball as well. And uh, that is Nelson with the basketball, and they're going to say that it was Persdale touching it before he established himself inbounds there. And uh, so that's going to be a turnover back to Altamont. Uh, six turnover for A&M in the half, and Altamont has six as well this half. 58-27, Altamont here, minute 55 to go in the game. As Simke is going to give it to Radel on the backdoor cut, and he fell down. And so they're going to call a travel violation there on Radel. So give the ball back to the Raiders. Minute 40 to go in the game. As it's the Raiders with the basketball, hands it off. I give it back to him, and now down low to White, up and in for Hunter White. 58-29, and it's almost taken away by Ashley, but they're going to call a foul there. As Eli was catching it, and then as soon as he turned around, Ashley was right in his face. And... Yeah. Foul's on number 23, Logan Ashley, his first 
team's third. Coming up on a minute to go in the game. Don't forget a Friday night, a big one NTC clash with North Clay. And Radel goes up. He can't get it to go. It's a little bit too strong. Up the court to Ashley. Lays it up and in. For Logan Ashley. 58-31. 50 seconds left. He's got four points tonight. There's Logan Ashley. Eli is it to uh, Simke. Simke is off to uh, Davis. Davis throws it back to uh, Simke. Now back out to Eli Miller. Uh, Eli for three. Yes. Three-pointer there for Eli Miller. 58 to 31. His first three points of the game. 29 seconds left. As it's the Raiders. With the basketball. And it's going to be a cross-court pass there to Ashley on the right wing. And Ashley will get to White. White mid-range jumper is good. And they're White with another basket. And it's Eli Miller going to slow things down. I think that might do it. So that'll do it. 60-233 is your final score. Altamont with the win. And they'll improve to 14-3 on the season. And A&M record as we have them, 2-11 on the air. So we'll be back here with the postgame report. And uh, we'll take a look at the uh, stats from the game as well as we'll catch up with Coach Niebuhr here in the uh, postgame. And uh, so we'll be back in a, a few minutes. 60, the 33, your final out-to-bottom winner. And we'll be back here uh, for the wrap-up. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Central A&M High School. Here in the week was Altamont comes away with the win, uh, 62 to uh, 33. As uh, I see uh, Coach Niebuhr making his way over here to our uh, broadcast position here, as Altamont improves to uh, 14 and three on the season, and also improves their uh, win streak to uh, nine games now. I mean, to that game on uh, Friday, and we'll hand things off here to. Uh, uh, coach here on uh, the uh, post game, and uh, we'll uh, get him saddled up here on the headsets. And uh, coach, uh, congratulations on a uh, another W. And uh, seems like when we uh, play uh, Central A and M, at least the last couple of seasons, uh, the score might make it look like it was easy, but uh, I don't think it was there early on. No, they're 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 you know they only got two wins on the year, but they always play hard. Um, you know they're going to play. You know, aggressive. Um, you know, we we knew coming in that if we didn't buckle down, you know, they do some things that uh, kind of just you know they go five out and kind of spread you out, and, and that kind of hurts our defense sometimes. Um, but uh, we went big tonight to start the game and kind of see against that zone how we could go with two bigs. Yeah, and I noticed that the change in the lineup there, and also looked like it was a point of emphasis as well to go go down to a Coleman. Uh, since you uh, started off uh, so big tonight. Yeah, I thought Eric, you know, he's kind of getting his win back a little bit. So sure. I rewarded him, you know. He had some good practices lately. Uh, he had a good game, started out good against Woodlawn. Um, so I kind of rewarded him a little bit uh, tonight. Um, we're kind of getting back into the full rotation of everything. Um, you know, our goal, you know, we're going to see some zones here coming up. And um, you got to be the zone by pounding the offensive glass. Um, and, 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 and work in the short corner high post. And that was kind of our goal, you know. Uh, Kynan is a very good high post. He had some nice assists, you know, and uh, Mason in there is, is kind of a different different aspect to it. But, you know, our goal was to not just settle for three-pointers and get it inside and kind of attack it that way. And uh, as we've gone along uh, this season, they've had a lot of uh, times where we have uh, aggressive passes as well, I thought uh, there were some aggressive passes that kind of came back to uh, bite them in the second quarter uh, there. And maybe that doesn't reflect on the tonight's final score, but yeah. maybe in the future some of those uh, uh, passes, those sloppy passes that might come back to hunt. Yeah, there, 
Cincinnati and M did a real. It was a, it was a true matchup zone. It was kind of sure. you know it wasn't a structured zone. So we it was kind of the first time first time we've seen that. Um, we kind of got didn't get used to it. I thought Mason came in and did a good job. His first yeah. possession were some rim runners. We're going to have some turnovers the way we play. I'm going to live with them. Um, okay. You know we're going to. If they're aggressive, they're fine. If they're if they're being soft with the basketball or making you know not making a, a good hard pass, uh, you know, um, you know, some of the some of our passes against the zone were kind of soft. But sure. I, you know, I just I, I don't mind the aggressive um, full court passes. Sometimes you got to be down the floor too, so you don't have to go up against the half court. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that there, and then you kind of put it away there in the third uh, twenty-one point uh, performance there with uh, Robinson and Yarhouse doing the main scoring there, and then uh, turned up the defensive pressure as well. A single point quarter there for A and M as well to kind of put it away to let the uh, bench kind of take over there in the final quarter. Yeah, third quarter. You know, we've that's kind of been our calling card, honestly, yeah. a little bit. You know, that's where we've kind of put on. But uh, expanded our lead, I guess, a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, and that's what what October's for when we kind of condition and the way we practice. You know, kind of gets us ready. Hopefully, that first first half we wear them down, and then we kind of use our legs and our depth to kind of get after them a little bit. Uh, we found uh, I thought kind of in the third quarter found Avery a couple times. You know, and he got hot again. He didn't. Yeah. You know, it was a different. This time it was the second half for Avery. You know, rather than mm-hmm. the first half. So right. Um, he's kind of a zone buster. You got to find him. <laughs> Um, but I thought it kind of did a good job of distributing there. Um, yeah, uh, and then the fourth quarter, I don't know. I wasn't real, real pleased with our JV kids uh, not not giving up 18 points. I think was that what you got? Yeah, that's what uh, I had. Yeah, that can't happen. You know, they're gonna they're gonna play. That wasn't the varsity team they were playing against. So they've got to come in and be ready to go. Um, you know, it, it can't be just it can't be lackadaisical. It's got to be ready to go. I'm not. Uh, they're they're gonna know about that maybe tomorrow not tomorrow a little bit. How to finish a game uh, for sure out. And, uh, well, Coach. Check, uh, out, check out Eric's chain. Wow, yeah. yeah uh, we gave him player of the game, so we're going to go with the. Is that, going, is that a new tradition? Yeah, that, that we started going tonight? With the, yep, yep. Oh, very, very he nice. He got rewarded the Indian chain, so uh, he gets to wear the bling tonight. <laughs> very nice, and hopefully uh, we'll have more players wear yep. it go oh, on yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this season and uh, Friday. All right, big one. Yeah, yeah, Friday. Uh, they scare the dickens out of me. I mean, they are they they are athletic. They are long. They can shoot. Uh, they got five guys out there that can shoot the basketball when they put right. the two freshmen out there. Uh, they're goofy one three one a little bit. You know, they've been doing some man matchup, switching stuff. So, yeah, Coach Zink does a good job. Uh, we're just gonna play basketball. We're gonna hope that our you know our our depth and our talent kind of wins out a little bit. But they're just as talented. Um, yeah, you know they're. You know, I've, some of the some of the polls are they're right behind us. I mean, yep. they they all their losses are quality losses. So mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a barn burner. I hope everybody comes out, you know, and, and and is ready to rock that gymnasium so we can so lead us on to victory. Absolutely, and uh, you know they're so dangerous. Like like you said, uh, the shooters all on the floor, and so you can't really take away Fleener. Yeah, uh, straight on Fleener, and uh, so you kind of maybe uh, let him get his points because you, know, you know he's going to get it there. But uh, all the other players are dangerous there uh, on the floor. So uh, yeah, I think they they match up uh, really well. So it'll yep. be a good test. On yeah, it, you know the the boost or booster, you know, yeah, the Smith yeah. kid they. They complement Fleener, and then they put the Zimdars freshman and the other post freshman that comes in, and even little number three can knock down some shots I saw against St. Anthony. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, we're going to have to play defense. We're going to have to play on-ball defense so we don't get broken down and they can kick it out. Um, Coach Zink does a lot of back screens, so we'll see. I mean, we're just going to we're going to go roll the ball out and see what happens. Uh, it's also at home, man. Yeah, as well, that's what so we that, need. That we helps. need the tribal council. We need we need everybody in orange and black ready to be there. Uh, you know, everybody in Alabama, come 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 one, come all. Absolutely, and it should be a fun one, yeah, Coach. Well, we, well, we look forward to high school basketball and the NTC for oh, yeah. sure. All right, Coach. Well, we'll let you go, and uh, thanks for right, joining us here. And uh, we'll talk to you again on uh, Friday. And uh, so we appreciate it, Coach, for coming up here and uh, joining us on uh, the uh, post game. And we'll get uh, Dominic back here on uh, the uh, headsets and uh, straightened out here. And uh, Dom, let's uh, run through the stats there, and we can get out of here. Nice little tradition, Coach. Sorry, there with the player of the game chain. The uh, chain, I love that's it. That's pretty cool. I love it too. All right, first of all, for uh, Central Indians, they fall here tonight, sixty to thirty-three to Aldermont. Drew Damarie was uh, two for two from the field and zero for one from three-point range with four points. Gavin Houchins zero for one from the field and two for four from three-point range with six points. Logan Ashley two for three from the field and zero for three from three-point range with four points. Colby Morrison one for two from the field and zero for one from three-point range. Also zero for two from the free-throw line with two points. Brady Barnes, he was 0 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from three point range, but he was 2 for 2 from the free throw line for two points. Uh, Dakota Nelson, he was uh, 1 for 1 from the field with uh, two points. Hunter White was 2 for 4 from the field with four points. Hayden Purcell was 3 for 3 from the field, 0 for 1 from the free throw line with six points. And Max Plain was 1 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from three point range. Excuse me, one for two, or one for four. Excuse me again from uh, one for four from the free throw line with uh, three points for a total of thirty-three. Four out to my Jared Hammer, zero for one from the field and zero for one from three-point range. Caden Davis, uh, one for one from the field and zero for one from three-point range with uh, two points. Uh, Alec Yarhouse played but did not score. Eli Miller, zero for one from the field and one for one. From the three-point range with three points, Dylan Elam, one for two from the field and one for three from three-point range with uh, his five points, Avery Yardhouse, three for four from the field and four for eight from three-point line with 18 points, Mason Robinson, five for eight from the field and one for one from three-point range, two for two from the free-throw line, 15 points, Aiden McManaway, 0 for one from the field, and 0 for 3 from 3-point range. Logan Cornett, 1 for 2 from the field. And 1 for 1 from 3-point range with 5 points. Kyan Earhart, 1 for 3 from the field with 2 points. And Eric Coleman, 4 for 6 from the field. And 2 for 2 from the free throw line for 10 points. Caden Miller, 0 for 1 from 3-point range. And Rayo was 0 for 1 from the field for a total of 60. As Alamont comes with the win tonight, 60-33 to over the Central a Raiders. Yeah, as Coach and Travis talked about, a uh, big game for the boys Friday night against North Clay. North Clay's a uh, good team. They're, what, 13-4 or something like that, 12-4. 11-4, I think. 11-4. Uh, but anyway, you know, like I said, all quality losses. I haven't seen them play at all this year, but it should be, it should be a barn burn. It should be a good one. So if you don't have anything to do Friday night, come on out to Altamont, from Altamont show up, support this team. If you're not doing anything Thursday night, show up and support the uh, Alabama girls as they take on the Brown, Brownstown St. Elmo Bombers. 
come out and support them as well. And, uh, you know, just to uh, be two great games on Thursday and Friday night. They're in Altamont, and uh, I'm looking forward to both of them. Yeah, it should be a fun couple of days uh, coming up here on a Thursday and a Friday. So that's when we will talk to you again. And thanks to Derek back at the studios for getting us on and off the air this evening. And uh, for uh, Dominic, this is uh, Travis uh, telling you have a, a great rest of your night. And we're back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And uh, we'll be back to talk to you again on a Thursday for high school girls basketball. And until then, uh, have a great rest of your night. And have a good one, everybody. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.